Now, for an episode that's gonna center quite a bit on guys and sex, I feel like it's only right if I start by talking about dick, right? Well, not in the way that you think, but yeah, it's still about dick. Now, there is a new sexy coffee shop, sexy quote-unquote, opening up in the northern quarter of Manchester. It actually opened up last week, and it is known as Mr. Dick. Now, the coffee shop is named that mostly because it does offer something that is related to dick. Now, Mr. Dick promises to offer penis and vulva-shaped pastries to suit your very interesting snackery needs. And I'm not gonna lie, they actually are shaped like penises and vaginas. Now, they managed to do that by getting down custom-made waffle makers and shit. And I'm not gonna lie, from the images and the videos that I'm seeing here on IG, they actually seem pretty good. You know, there's some pretty interesting snacks. And these guys haven't paid me to promote them. And it's not like I'm really trying to promote them. It's just that I find it particularly interesting that someone would be like, you know what? Instead of getting a snack from Bay, how about I get one from the store that is shaped the exact same way? Like, I can get the whole allure of, like, dick or, like, the allure of vagina and the fact that people like it so much. Like, hell, anyone who knows me on a personal level knows that I make sex jokes, like, all the time. But if anything, I feel like this one's a bit much from my preference because I understand when I can say that Shorty's a snack and, you know, like, I like to eat the food and have her for dessert. But I didn't exactly mean that in this sense. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, if anything... It is actually slightly better in some way because, you know, as opposed to, you know, sucking dick or eating vagina, which some people might not consider to be the most savory taste that they'd like, you know, this is actually something that's sweet, you know, because it's a waffle, it's dipped in chocolate and has other sugary flavors and shit. And if anything, at least it gives you a bit of an outlook into eating pussy if you're a guy. The only problem is, considering that the pastry that is shaped like a dick is a waffle, it means that it's going to be eaten, not sucked. Like if it was a popsicle, it would have worked for me because it would have taught quite a number of babes on how sucking dick is supposed to be done. Although also now that I'm thinking about it from a woman's point of view, not that I have, you know, the apparatus and everything, like eating pussy requires a certain amount of finesse, especially when it comes to, you know, using your teeth and shit because you're not really supposed to use your teeth per se. And, you know, if a guy is trying this out for the first time and they've been to Mr. Dick quite a bit and they think that that's how they're supposed to eat pussy, then my nigga's gonna be chewing on that shit like a fucking Kit Kat. And I don't think that even though she's chocolate, that's going to be the kind of pleasure she's going to get. Just saying. But all in all, for, you know, for the sex-crazed people that either are getting too much and want some more or don't get enough, I guess this could actually work to a certain degree. Personally, for me, besides trying it out for the hype, I don't think I'd really try it out all that much. Because personally, I feel like I have enough in the name of sex from the jokes to, you know, making funny puns with people. To this podcast, which I probably should have started by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic may sound like Lil Wayne, but he does not expect you to lick it like a lollipop. He is a man who once believed that Bukaki was a Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to talk about diggers, I get to talk about sex. Some babes might get pissed off, but at some point, I usually come to a conclusion. And if you do agree with that conclusion, 
if you don't agree with it if you do want to offer your feedback then the place to do it at is at breaktime on westside on ig at breaktime on westside on facebook or you can slide into my personal dms which is at the D on Twitter and we can talk through some of those opinions and if they're good enough they might even make an actual episode. Now if you are listening through an app that allows for ratings and or reviews well you already know what to do a nice rating a nice review here and that will go a long way into keeping me on the charts making sure that I continue telling people I am a chart topping podcaster because I do not like to lie and you know we can continue increasing the numbers of the people that get to listen to this podcast so that it can grow and reach more people. Now I know it does sound like I have just woken up and i've been sipping lean for a couple of months but that's not exactly the case unfortunately i've been hit by a cold and well nature's been doing its thing with me and as a result you're stuck with me using this voice for the rest of this episode but all in all i guess it is what it is and if anything i've been told that babes actually like the horse like low-toned voice because it sounds quite manly and shit um so if anything they'll probably enjoy the sound of this voice for the rest of this episode if not you know stuff will eventually get better hopefully before tweet street so it probably won't be all that bad i guess but all that said and done we might as well move it on so if you guys remember last week i was supposed to cover a story about a guy talking about 14 year old babes and how apparently for us as guys we can't really see the difference between a 14 year old and and you know a grown woman now for reasons that i gave last week about why it is i wouldn't cover the story i said that i would do it this week and yes i am going to cover it now interestingly enough his voice actually does sound nearly as hoarse as mine but just so you know it's not that this was actually planned this is actually a matter of coincidence to say the least so i'm gonna play it for you and i'm gonna try and cut off some bits because it's about three and a half minutes long so i'll try and make it as compact as possible so here it is Hey, yo, don't nobody know your daughter is 14, 15 years old, man. They don't, especially when they see them wearing these tight-ass shorts with their ass cheeks hanging out the goddamn shorts. Men see physical, we see it. We don't know she 15, 14, man. Sis, you don't see your daughter out there look like she having an ass-out contest with you? You ain't gonna say nothing, or you just gonna, you just gonna victimize the people that look at her. Ain't you the one that bought them motherfucking clothes? Ain't you the one out? Man, check that shit. It's warm as hell, man. You got these girls walking down the street. I'm riding down the block, seeing all the kids for the prom. Somebody got all the little girls, prom dresses, got their ass and their titties out. That's normal to you? You don't feel weird about that shit? You got grown men riding by, grown men with gray beards, looking at your little 12, 13, 14-year-old daughter. They ain't looking at you, looking at her ass. That don't bother you? Man, you need to get your shit together, man. And I guess... If you catch somebody looking at your kid, if you catch somebody looking at your motherfucking kid, you're going to bust their ass, right? Because they said something disrespectful to your 15-year-old with them big-ass titties, big ass hanging out with them little-ass shorts, little-ass clothes that you bought. You bought them shits. Look like you went and bought them shits from a store called Build the Little Hoe. Because you ain't be a better steward, be a good parent, and teach your child the importance of protecting their private stuff. Your child in competition with you. That's cute to you. Oh, you trying to let people see she get it from her mother. Huh? Sis, get your shit together. Bruh, pull up. Man, I understand you ain't with her no more. Pull up. You know your daughter getting older. She getting better. She's starting to develop now. Pull up. Encourage the mother to buy your daughter some training bras and shit. Some respectful ass shorts, man. To get to the knees. You heard me? Come on, man. Let's be accountable to each other, man. 
Word up. Alright, so I'll kind of cut it off at just that point over there because, you know, I didn't want to waste an entire chunk of, of the rant section just on that. But, alright, here's the thing. Now, I can get people flamed him on, on IG, on TikTok, and they're like, oh, he's sounding like a pedophile, blah, blah, blah. Oh, why is it that you're looking at a kid and you know that it's a kid and shit? But in as much as this sounds very, very hard to do, I have to say that to a certain degree, he's right. Actually, he is quite right. And it kind of reminds me of this thing that babes have been saying recently in regards to sexual harassment, abuse, you know, guys catcalling and, you know, like not being too respectful of them. And while people have been saying, oh, you know, you need to dress your woman better, you need to protect your daughter, they've been saying, how about you educate your son? Now, while I do agree with what it is that the babes say, you know, in regards to sexual abuse, to a certain degree, this kind of makes sense in that same context. Because I think, to a huge degree, there are very young babes that end up being mistreated, that end up being harassed by much older guys, simply because of how they dress. Now, don't get me wrong, I am not saying that any and all abuse of a minor or even a grown woman is perfectly permitted because she dressed in a provocative manner or she didn't seem to have dressed in a particularly appropriate manner. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that that is the case. What I am saying is, both of those statements can be true at the same time. Protecting your daughter and educating my son, I do believe in both of those statements actually holding water in the exact same way. Because on one side, if you're throwing all the blame to the guys, you know what, uh, the boys should be educated or you should teach the boys better. Yes, we can do our level best. And I will say this as a, as a man who doesn't even have kids. So for me, the closest thing is, say, nephews. Like, I don't mind educating them. And if it helps reduce the cases of sexual harassment and sexual abuse towards minors even, then I'd be more than happy to do that. But the thing is, even though as, as many of us guys can come together to do that as possible, I don't think that we can actually solve the problem fully because there are some guys that were raised in the streets. There are some guys that do not know how to treat a woman. And as a result, they wouldn't be the best teachers of that or they wouldn't even be able to teach that. So on the other hand, I do think babes need to start dressing a little bit more appropriately. Like, it actually even feels like a bit of a 180 for me because I'm one of those guys who's like, you know what, if they want to dress, let them dress because it's their body and they get to choose what it is that they want to put on it. And if it makes them look good and, you know, and it accentuates the booty, you know, let it do what it do. But the truth of it is, in as much as I might say that, I represent a set of men that have the self-control to go ahead and ask a babe if she's over or under 18. Hell, even if she's over 18, if you look at her and you feel like she's a little bit young, even though she has the booty, you actually back out and you're like, no, I represent a small set of those guys that have that kind of self-control. Not every guy is built that way. So you can't expect every single guy to hold back. Because exactly the same way this guy said it, when us guys are looking at a shorty, we're not thinking, you know what, is this babe 14 or 15? If we see booty, we see booty. We'll stare at it. The only thing is, if we suddenly realize, or we suddenly think that this babe is too young, niggas like me will be like, you know what, it's a good booty, but no. For some guys, 
they don't have that kind of restraint. So to a huge degree, this guy is actually spitting straight facts over here. But if you do feel like whatever it is that's been said has rubbed you the wrong way, or if you do feel like we don't entirely get the point or we're completely wrong about this shit, hit me up on IG, we can chat this shit up, we can chop it up, and we can come to some sort of understanding. Or hell, we can actually turn this into an actual episode of its own. But all in all, I will leave it at that and I will move it on. So on to our main topic of today. And if you guys remember, actually weirdly enough, now that I think about it, it's like I'm bringing back all the old shit that I said that I talk about on like previous episodes and I'm sort of making it part of this episode. But anyways, that aside, that aside. Um, so sometime about a week or two ago on tweet street there was a clip that i featured where a woman was talking about how as a woman you should never leave your man without making sure that he's busted a nut before he leaves and goes to work and shit and it was something that i found to be particularly interesting mostly because it highlighted a particular stereotype that a lot of babes have now it was something that i had said that i should talk about at length because there's a couple of stereotypes that come out from this entire thing so i'm gonna play the clip for you and then i'm gonna go at it at length so here it is you should never leave your man without busting a nut turn your mic up a little bit before he walks yeah. out that fucking door okay like whether it's head whether it's sex when he walks out that door in the morning he needs to have he to be empty he ain't thinking about nobody else, nothing else. Brick come fucking bitching at him at work. Nigga, please, my dick got sucked this morning. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? My bitch got me. All right. So the moment I listened to this, the moment I saw this clip online, while I do sort of agree with it to a certain degree, I sort of disagreed with it. And I think I spoke about this on Tweet Street where I was like, I agree to what it is that she's trying to portray, but there's a massive set of stereotypes or at least there's a massive main stereotype here that I think goes under the radar and can sometimes actually work negatively towards a lot of babes. And the positive side of it is making sure your man is sexually satisfied is actually a paramount thing. Like, I'll be very honest, one of the paramount things that makes niggas cheat is the idea that sex with that other babe or with a certain particular babe is going to be better than with the current shorty that you're with. And by all means, if you're giving him the best all the time, then he won't want it or he won't want it as much from anyone else. And that in and of itself, completely true. The only problem is, while this message does highlight that in a small way, there's a massive set of stereotypes that you kind of get to pull from this. And I sort of just mainly chopped it down to three of them. There's one main one, and I'll start with that even. And the main one was essentially giving him sex, cleaning his nuts is going to make sure that he doesn't cheat. All right, And I think that's probably the biggest stereotype that babes have about guys, which I think is very, very untrue. Like it's a massive misconception when it comes to guys. But it does sort of give rise to three other main misconceptions which babes have about guys, which isn't entirely true. Now the first one is cleaning his testicles, aka making sure he's emptied them every single time before he leaves the house, will make him not cheat. You know, it might be, you know, cleaning him out before he leaves the house or before he sleeps. But that kind of raises two main problems. Because on one side, 
there's the assumption that this guy is going to have his nuts empty the entire day and the other assumption is that this guy is probably going to be docile because he's nutted in the morning or he nutted the previous night so he doesn't have the energy to go ahead and start chasing other babes of which on that second one there is a bit of truth because you know after guys nutted he's you know he's pretty much finished for the most part but the reality of it is both of those assumptions aren't actually that true because on one side yes you can clean the guy's nuts off in the morning but guys replenish sperm pretty quickly like after you've nutted within the first 10 minutes i think it's like 1500 sperm are already available and shit like i'm not saying that this guy will not again and again and again and again but it's not like he's going to be completely empty for very long so if you feel like emptying his nuts before he leaves to go to work will make him not want to go and nut in someone else because there's not that much nut well the truth of it is one it's going to replenish itself fairly quickly and especially if you've been doing it on a regular this guy's body is going to be replenishing it at a pretty good if not a pretty fast rate so that doesn't entirely work in your favor then on the other hand you might think that it'll make him docile but i know this for a fact and even the sex therapist maurice madaka had actually said it before like when you shag a lot more you actually realize that you get tired a lot less not like if you do like three four rounds you won't be as tired but you know if you start doing it a lot more constantly then you can actually train yourself to have the energy to continue on with your day and not be as tired from having a session so if you guys shagged in the morning if you sucked him off and you feel like you drained him of whatever energy he'd have for the day it'll probably replenish itself as this guy gets more and more used to that shit so that first misconception done now the second one is the constant daily sex or 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 sexual intimacy will make him not cheat on you which i think is an entirely wrong concept because while guys cheating on babes for not getting enough sex is something that is known quite a bit it's not the only reason why guys cheat guys cheat for a bunch of different reasons so to think that it's just the lack of enough sex might end up making you aim for the wrong target and missing the mark entirely now guys will cheat for all sorts of different reasons and Yes, if I do get used to the constant daily sex and you know I still have the energy like I said in the first misconception, then what's to stop me from banging my coworker who's been flirting with me so much because it's not that I don't get enough sex, but if I do think that this babe might actually give me better sex, I might as well actually go and try and get it. Cuz if anything, if you've been getting it good for a long time and goods become normal, normal becomes boring very quickly. And especially when it gets to a point where it almost feels like a routine, then at that point it actually starts to suck. Personally for me, I'm not built for routine sex. Like oh, you know, every single night at like 9 p.m. me and Shori will be shagging. I don't think I'm built for that shit. And I don't think a lot of guys are built for it either because at some point it starts to become a chore rather than an enjoyable experience. And personally for me, I'd rather go ahead doing it knowing that Shori is horny and she wants to shag or my Shori knows that I'm horny, so we will shag because one of us is horny, not just because it's Thursday. or it's a certain day of the week or because we haven't shagged for like 2 3 days and the third misconception that comes out of this entire belief is that guys cheat because of sex or at least the lack of sexual satisfaction which isn't entirely the case 
Like, don't get me wrong, some niggas literally bang a babe not because they don't get enough sex at home, but because they think that sex with that babe is going to be better. Like, I even explained that earlier on. We will literally look at a babe with a bigger ass that we find a bit more arousing and be like, you know what, I'd hit that because I think that the sex with that babe would be better. It's not like the sex with my wife or my girlfriend isn't good. I just like the idea of banging this other babe and I genuinely do think that fucking her would be a lot better or the sex would feel a lot better than it does with my wife or some shit. And a lot of the times babes usually think that it's a quantity problem, like we don't have enough sex in terms of good quantities, so the best way to resolve it is to shag like every single day. But the thing is, at times we actually want good quality sex. Like, let's be particularly honest, guys actually love the sexual experience a lot more than just nutting. Trust me, making most niggas come is actually very, very easy. If it wasn't as easy, then we'd probably also get a Netflix series on how to give us pleasure kinda like the same way the babes did. But making us nut is actually very, very easy. So while there's that point which is very easy, that's the entire experience that comes around with it. You know, what positions are you guys trying? You know, what other erogenous zones are you guys feeling out and playing around with? Like those are things that you'd probably need to take into account. But if it's literally just you go, you sit on it, you bounce on it a bit, then the nigga nuts and that's it and you've been doing the same shit over and over again, you're probably going to lose this guy to another shorty that's literally going to be trying some different shit the entire time and it doesn't even have to be some shit like BDSM or anal. Like just good quality sex, making sure that you guys have a great experience is actually very important. Hell, it might even be more important than doing it every single day. Hell, you might end up doing it once a week or a couple of times a month, but the fact that it's an amazing experience means that this guy will be looking forward to it even though it's not every single day. And to conclude this entire thing, let me just say this. While quantity is great and sexual satisfaction does require quite a bit of quantity, at least for some people, if that quantity is not matched up with good quality sex, then whether you fuck him once a day or twice a day, if this guy gets a chance to cheat and he's really up for it, he'll most probably cheat. But then again, I haven't been married, I haven't been in that long term of a relationship, so I might be wrong about all of this shit. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on IG, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>